Welcome to Vibing Consciously, the podcast dedicated to deep discussions about spiritual healing and enlightenment. Hi, everyone. I'm Kat. And I'm Sarah. We're the host of the Vibing Consciously podcast, where we explore the power of conscious living together. In this podcast, we dive deep into the realms of self-love, self-awareness, and self-transformation. We don't just talk about it. We actively live and breathe it, always holding each other accountable as we navigate this journey together. That's right. We're two best friends on our own journey to healing, supporting each other despite our own beliefs and personal experiences. Through honest conversations, introspection, and connecting with our listeners, we uncover valuable insights, tools, and practices that support our constant evolution. By going inward, we unravel the mysteries of our own selves, and we're here to pass everything along that we've learned on our journey. You'll get to witness firsthand what the road to enlightenment looks like from the inside. Join us now as we dive deep into more healing, happiness, and wholeness. Whether you're a seasoned spiritual seeker or just starting on your path, Vibing Consciously is a podcast for you. Get ready to immerse yourself in discussions that will uplift your spirit, expand your consciousness, and inspire you to embrace your own self-love journey. Let's Vibe Consciously. In this episode of Vibing Consciously, we embark on a thought-provoking exploration of the often overlooked pressures we're faced with as new spiritual teachers and the transformative journey of healing within this work. Delving into the emotional roller coaster we sometimes find ourselves on as more people reach out to us. We shed light on the profound efforts required to shape the minds of the future while navigating our own personal growth. As Vibing Consciously evolves and expands its reach, we reflect on the podcast's changing dynamics and how our individual paths of self-discovery align with the show's mission. This episode provides a behind-the-scenes look at our integration of personal healing with the podcast's ever-growing impact. But the revelations don't stop there. Listeners are in for a treat as we share our intriguing and sometimes otherworldly experiences that have unfolded since we opened ourselves up to the spiritual realm. From jaw-dropping synchronicities to encounters with energies beyond the physical, we pull back the curtain on the mystical moments that have enriched our lives. Join us on this enlightening journey as we discuss the challenges we're faced with, along with the evolving landscape of vibing consciously and the magical tapestry of experiences that await those who embrace the conscious spiritual world. Tune in and prepare for a profound exploration of growth, healing, and the interconnectedness of it all. We can't wait to share this episode with you as one of the last of season two. We hope you enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Hey, guys. So we were talking about something that we are actually going through right now. It wasn't our plan for today's episode, but that seems to be the way it works out all the time. (laughs) That's our new way of recording episodes. We just wait and see what comes out. (laughs) We're going with the flow. So something that's happening to us right now is we're starting to make a lot of connections in our dreams and with other people and a lot of really funky, weird things are happening in our life right now. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> we were discussing it and uh, we, Sarah, you want to talk about your dream last night? Yes. The one of you and I. Yeah. So I had a dream last night that Kat and I were driving in a car and I don't know where we were going, but for whatever reason, we weren't at her house and we weren't recording and I was like well we need to record I have this voice memo on my phone let's just record it while we're driving I press the record button and the dream ends dun 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 (laughs) and that was last night and here we are today but yeah and I will say that we are kind of behind on editing episodes we really were planning on being more 
ahead of the game this season because the last season it was just learning the ropes on how to mm-hmm. run a podcast and manage a podcast and everything was right to the minute. And this season we really said, we want to be ahead of the game. We want to have all the episodes recorded so that we don't have to worry about it and we can focus on other things. Well, and to be fair, we were doing really good at the beginning. Yeah. We had eight episodes recorded and then all of a sudden life happened. Yeah. Joe Dispenza happened. Exactly. Thanks, Joe. If you want to be on the podcast, you know, that'd be really great. If you're listening. (laughs) We're not creeps, I promise. Anyway. But anyway, (laughs) every time I go to his retreats, it's like this integration time that happens where it's kind of like I'm flailing around my life trying to integrate this new me into my old life, and it's just not going to work. And so now I'm trying to flow better and let this energy that is now controlling my whole life, control it with less resistance. And it's always a learning curve. Mm -hmm. And I always feel like Sarah and I have a lot of things to talk about when I get back and things that are happening and stuff like that. We actually have a lot to talk about every time we see each other. All right. We always have so much stuff happening in our life right and now. And we, we see each other at least weekly, too. Yeah, and most of the time we're doing the podcast. But we're always talking, too. Well, no. We have talked less <laughs> <laughs> texting-wise, but that's just because we're so busy. Right. Yeah, it's And then when we get together time. in person, it's like... Yeah, and now Sarah's doing her uh, yoga teacher trainer course. Yes, I start teaching this month with all the other students. So that's exciting. It is exciting, but it's a lot of preparation and it keeps you busy in your mind and in your body. Yes. And right now I'm going to start teaching classes in places nearby. So both of us are expanding and growing. And with this expansion and growth, it comes with a lot of really uncomfortable feelings and you have to rearrange your whole life. And unfortunately friends sometimes have to take a back seat and we try to keep up with each other and we do see each other once a week mm-hmm. but like I'm just trying to get my own life in order yeah. and thank God for friends like you who are there that are saying are you okay how are you doing today I haven't seen you in a while <laughs> I haven't spoken to you in a while I actually feel weird when I don't talk to you for like a couple of days I'm I know, like too. I haven't texted cat what have I been doing right you know, it's kind of like I'm on uh, somebody press the Zoom button and I'm just kind of like, right. I'm hoping, though, as we have discussed, that January and February will be a little bit of a break for us, a little bit of downtime, a little, a little bit. And also, FYI, I just want to mention that we are going to be doing a spiritual convention. Mind, body, in, spirit. Yep. In February in Raleigh, North Carolina. So you can actually see us there. We will be whole, connected, and in our mind, body, spirit that day. I don't know if that makes sense. It does. Okay. I'm going to tell them what booth we're going to be in, if I can find it quick. Doesn't. Look I know like it was towards the front. I think it's 36. I can't remember, though, but my phone technology hates me. Anyway. Just tell them we'll keep you updated where our booth will be and all that. We'll tell you where our booth will be. So back to me and Sarah. The past two Mondays, because we record on Mondays, we took a Monday off because Sarah was coming into her new class and needed a break. 
and I was also going through a lot of integration time and having all of these huge realizations and just emotionally trying to hold it together as best possible. Mm-hmm. So I said a break is good. And I took the whole day to paint. I think I painted the entire day that day and it was amazing. But we now are right to the wire again with editing this these episodes. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that we both have this subconscious fear of, oh my gosh, we're getting close. What's going to happen? Yeah. And with that, I mean, I've been... Ex- so the last couple of days I've had actually weeks, I've had different people that I would never suspect reaching out to me and saying awesome things about the podcast. And actually had a girl reached out to us through our Facebook page on Messenger, who I haven't spoken to in 14 years. So I was kind of like, wow, it's been that wow. And she was saying how great the podcast is. And she's so happy she found it. She's on her healing journey. And if she's listening to it, she knows who she is, obviously. But I was just like, hi again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, When this started happening, I was kind of like, I don't know, all these thoughts came to my head of like, oh, damn, we haven't been recording any episodes because all this stuff has been going on. And I'm like, we really need to record like we need to get on this. So I think we're vibing off each other and feeling that. Yeah. What I said to Sarah was. Now you see where I'm coming from mm-hmm. because I, um, so we've had a couple of other things happen <laughs> leading up to this too. So I've always known that I was, I meant to be a teacher since I came awake in the spiritual journey. And that's why I think I've been learning all of this information like a crazy banshee because I want to be able to teach people this information and I want to be able to teach it correctly. Mm-hmm. But probably for about a week, I have been having these crazy meditations where I've been shown just these insane scenarios that I feel like is a lot of weight to put on my shoulders. And I've been wishing for all of these things to happen and me to be teaching in front of thousands of people. And I've been envisioning it in my head. And it seems much prettier as just a vision in your head, when it starts to become a reality, reality happens. Mm -hmm. You know, you start recognizing, holy moly, I really could be teaching thousands of people. And that's a big job. Mm -hmm. And I was telling Sarah the other day, I was listening to The Surrender Experience, which is by far one of the best books I have ever read in my life. It is so good. But he has a point in his journey where he recognizes that he's meant to be a teacher and it kind of sinks in with him, but he is all about letting the universe flow, letting this energy flow, not questioning it, you know, just letting it be. And he's created all of this magic in his life from it just by taking the opportunities that are presented in front of him, whether he understands why or not. Mm -hmm. And Kind of in that moment, I started to tear up a little bit because I said, oh, my God, this is me. He, I feel like every book I read is about me. And Mm -hmm. I know that it is because it's being shown to me through my guides. And I kind of teared up and said, oh, my God, like it really is a reality. I am becoming a teacher. I'm doing the podcast. I'm about to be doing classes. We're about to do this expo where, you know. You're going to teach. You're going to talk. I know that you asked if uh, I wanted to get up there and speak with you. 
Hey, well, I don't know. Maybe I'll say a word or two, but I'll definitely stand there with you. Okay, good. I'll say something if it comes out naturally, but I, you know, yeah. Hey, by then you have no idea where you'll be. Look at how much we're growing and changing by the day. I know each month is like freaking crazy. And at some point in this episode, I do want to talk about all the deer. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's random, but we'll, we'll come back to that and we'll tell you more. We'll tell you more about Continue that. Continue on. So uh, anyway, we're doing a lot of really big things and it's really starting to sink in that we are having an effect on other people's life because I'm having the same thing. I have people coming up to me who I would not expect to listen to our podcast. I yeah. would not think that this person would be listening. And I, I actually had a good friend of mine who I grew up with. I've known this person since kindergarten or, well, actually before kindergarten because it was my best friend's cousin. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been friends with them since I was in diapers. But we uh, were in the same class all the way from kindergarten up until high school graduation. And we became really close at the end of high school, but things happened. We made a lot of really stupid decisions. I chose to go this way. They chose to go this way. And we never talked until very recently when we, we started reconnecting and just saying, you know, sorry for disconnecting from you. And then the other's like, well, you know, I disconnected from you. So it's not really a big deal. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it kind of was like this conversation that would trickle in every so often, you know, not all the time, but every so often. And then they reached out to me and said that they spent their entire work shift binge listening to our podcast. Wow. And they said, you know, I had to keep reminding myself that I knew this person on the other end of this, this Mm. podcast, because I know her as this Catherine, not even Kat. I know her as Catherine, and this is what she was doing and how she was being. Mm-hmm. And now she is this totally different person. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they were giving me props and saying really good things about the podcast. That's and really awesome. building me up. Yeah. And it was awesome and amazing. But at the same time, I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's how I have felt, because for the longest time... Honestly, I I come in here, I put the headphones on, and we talk. Mm-hmm. There's, like, a part of me that, like, disconnects when we leave. And I'm just kind of like, oh, that was a good conversation with Kat. And then it's almost like it doesn't click that, oh, hey, Sarah, you're releasing this to the entire world. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm, we're being reached out to people and we're seeing what is happening and how it's changing, it's like, wow. Yeah. I'm not just sitting here with Kat and having a conversation. Like, people are actually listening to this. Right. Like, it just doesn't click until you start to hear that stuff. Yeah. And, I mean, I even my stepmom is listening to this, and I was just like, you're listening to this? <laughs> <laughs> and Sarah Thanks, doesn't by the really way. tell anybody. No, These I don't tell anybody. organic listeners. That yeah. She does not go out and say, hey, I'm on this podcast. Because I think both of us are integrating. We're still integrating this new version of ourselves. We've only, for me, I've only been on this journey for two and a half years. Sarah was listening to me talk about it 
Mm-hmm. Like I had seven heads. Yes, I had no idea what she was talking about. <laughs> I still remember that. And I'm just like, why? What the hell is she talking about? Uh, I was like, the teacher on, uh, what is it, Peanuts? I remember yeah. exactly yeah. what you said and where we were. We were at the lake walking. Mm-hmm. And I remember exactly where we were. And you're like, Sarah, I don't know what's going on. I feel like I'm going crazy. And I was just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I think you are, too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but so now you do I think that okay, good. Well, now I have moments where I'm like, the other night I was sitting there and I was like, I'm going crazy. I know things that are going to happen before they're happening. Like this is nuts. Like what's going on? I'm... I tell people we are losing our minds. That is what's happening. Literally, we're losing our minds because our mind up until this point has been a program. Mm-hmm. And it has been based off of what we think reality is. Mm-hmm. And now we're seeing reality is not at all what we thought it was. And now I'm even going to the grocery store and I'm looking at it like I feel like I'm in a video game where I'm looking at everybody and they really are like little robots. Mm-hmm. They're just people in their own heads just kind of following along. I kind not... of feel like we're in the Hunger Games. Yeah. Which also there is a new movie that's going to be released on November 17th. Not that I'm excited or anything. Um, but that's kind of how life feels. It is. Like somebody, there's a whole bunch of people behind this control panel and they're like, okay, release a tornado. Okay, release swords falling from the sky. That is what it is. I mean, really, there are powers way bigger than us Mm -hmm. that really do have this veil over the planet, just like the Hunger Games when she shoots her arrow up and it goes, that's Mm -hmm. literally what we're living in. And these powers that control the world they know exactly what they're doing. It's as easy as typing in a command because they've got chemtrails around, which are really releasing certain chemicals that make us feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. The food has certain chemicals in it that make us feel a certain way. And this certain way of feeling is almost always depressed and against ourselves. Mm-hmm. They've set up social media to make us feel terrible about ourselves. All of this really is a very orchestrated and just genius mm-hmm. layout But really, if you want to look at it at a deeper level, we set this up. We put these players in our game to set us up to become stronger and evolve spiritually. Because we can be mad at these higher powers all day long. They really don't have as much control over us as we think. Because Mm -hmm. what's funny is when I'm in a good space and I'm feeling great, the skies are clear. There are zero chemtrails in the sky. Mm Mm-hmm. But I can notice when I'm down and when I'm going through these little healing spells, chemtrails are all over. Oh, great. So every time I look up in the sky and I see chemtrails, I'm like, oh, shit. What's Kat going through now? Nope. It's (laughs) you. Damn. I thought I was making it clear. (laughs) No, you are. I was just, you know. Everything is a projection of us and how we feel and, and our own reality internally Mm -hmm. is being projected externally and we're starting to see this more and it makes us feel like crazy people and especially like my big thing right now is really recognizing how connected I am to everything to everyone I see to everything I touch to everything I smell I sense I feel everything in the sky in the universe everything is me everything is God It is all connected in this one beautiful tapestry that makes up the quantum field. She just nerded out a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) 
but I take everything as messages, every single thing in my life. When I'm driving down the street and I see a billboard that says something, I know it's speaking to me. Or when I come up to a stranger and they say something, I know that they're speaking to me. They're all a projection of my own subconscious because that's what our reality is made up of. And this connectedness is happening more and more because now we're starting to connect in dreams where this girl from hair school that we both knew, I don't know how close you were to her, but like I talked to her, but she wasn't like a friend of mine. You know, I didn't have we a problem were friends. with her. But we talked like, well, every day we hung out. So, yeah. So I don't think that I ever hung out with her. We just lost connection after school. Yeah. That's all. Like yeah. everybody else. Well, so I was telling Sarah, it's funny that she reached out to you because I literally just had a dream about her mm -hmm. a couple of months ago where I was in this room where it was kind of set up with those like glamour type mirrors with the lights around it and everything. And we were doing hair and trying to get ready for this event that's shit. I'm having more connections as I talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what happens as we talk about it, it more and more things come to light so we were getting ready for this event that's going to happen and we were all doing each other's hair and she was there and I remember because I have a dream journal I put it in my dream journal and I just said the girl from hair school because I couldn't even remember her name mm. but as soon as you said her name I'm like that is the same girl I, I had a dream about. And mm -hmm. I explained her to you. You showed me a picture. And damn if it wasn't her. Mm -hmm. And then just last night, I had another dream where it wasn't her. It didn't look like her. But I knew her from somewhere. And she had these really long hair extensions that she wanted me to tape into her hair. And I was telling her, wow, that must be some really good tape to hold up these really long extensions. And so we did it, and then the dream kind of cut forward to where we were at this event, and she was playing the piano, and she did not have her hair extensions in, but she looked free. Like, her hair was glittery. She was confident playing the piano. So, and then she reaches out to you mm -hmm. and says, you know, I, I love that I found your podcast on my healing journey, so we're obviously helping her. Mm -hmm. So it's like, in the dream, I was trying to aid her in something, but obviously she felt more comfortable just being herself mm -hmm. without her hair extensions. So, yeah, it's just really funny. It's really mm -hmm. funny, but it just dawned on me that I actually have a lot of dreams that are in this setting like with these mirrors and getting ready for this event that's supposed to happen. So do you think that this what event, event is this? that is happening is the ascension? It could be. We're getting ready for the shift. And if she came out of that room without the hair extensions, so she doesn't have to fake being herself, she's mm -hmm. actually going out there as herself. Isn't that what the shift is? Yeah. Showing up as us. Mm -hmm. Oh, <laughs> So, yeah, funny that all this stuff is happening. So now let's talk about the deer because we're oh, still yeah. figuring this out. So weird. So Sarah and I are both seeing deer or pictures of deer everywhere. Statues of deer. Antlers that used deer, to be on deer. Video, deer videos, not even looking them up. Everything. Friends sending random pictures of deer. I almost hit a deer last night. Friends seeing deer getting hit. Mm -hmm. I had a dream of a deer running super fast, like faster than a normal deer. 
and then I had in the same dream there was another deer and that deer was hurt but I don't know how it was hurt mm. and then I had a dream where I saw a deer and then Nick was on a front porch somewhere going hi cat look here's another deer mm-hmm. what the heck and then I've been having about three to five deer in my yard the last week and I've been sending cat pictures and yeah we don't know why we're seeing all these deer. It's weird. But spiritually, deer are a good sign. Mm-hmm. Abundance. Um, yeah. doesn't mean anything bad. It's just we don't know if, like, are we being guided by these deer? Like, I really don't want to hit a deer that I'm being guided by, if that's what's happening here. <laughs> right. <laughs> because, I mean, that was really close. So, yeah. And Nick had a close call. He almost hit a deer? Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe keeping your eyes open, staying present in the moment. I don't know. It is crazy, though. Like, just how many we're seeing everywhere. There's got to be some kind of relation in all of this somewhere at some point. Right. And I saw a video of Stephen Greer talking about these little deer beings that he saw that had, like, deer eyes. Hmm. So... Did you tell me about that? I think I sent you a thing on Instagram. Oh, yes, you did. Yes, I remember that video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you so you think the deer are... Beings? Yeah. Could be. I don't know. I mean, I have so many things that are so weird happening mm-hmm. in my life right now. I mean, I know that I'm having visitations on a regular basis. I'm seeing them now out of my third eye with my eyes closed, where my eyes will just... Like, I will be in pitch black. Pitch black, eyes closed, and then all of a sudden, there is, like, a light glowing there. And it is a shape of a body. And then my body starts shaking, and I'm starting to feel the energy from this being that's in my room. But the thing is, I open my eyes, I don't see anything. Nothing. Mm. And it goes away, because I'm not in that, like, alpha-theta state anymore, which is where I'm connecting to them. Mm-hmm. So then everything stops. So yeah, weird things happening. And right now we are trying our best to just flow with the feelings of feeling the pressure. Because I know that we're doing our best at this every day. We're always coming from a place of love. And we are teaching our truth. But our truth may not be everybody else's truth. And I personally, with going through this whole thing, who I was before now, I listened to everybody else over myself. Mm-hmm. You know, teachers, coaches, doctors, everything. And now I'm learning more on how to listen to me. Like you don't just switch overnight. You mm-hmm. don't just completely change overnight and stop all of these patterns. It does not happen like that. Yeah. And if you're able to do that, then you're a superhero because I have, I feel like I'm a pretty big superhero with the way that I've been going on my journey and I still have not been able to do that. And so like, I have to give myself patience and grace because I do sometimes expect myself to learn overnight and say, because there've been times when I've listened to someone and what they said, who is spiritual, who I think at the time has given really good advice But then I look back at it and I'm like, oh gosh, I did not do that correctly or 
I shouldn't have done that at that moment, or I recognize that's their belief, but that doesn't necessarily have to be mine because I'll try to do it like them and it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And I, it's all a part of the learning experience. Okay, so I'm trying to do it like them. Well, their way doesn't work for me, but what did work for me mm-hmm. out of their way? Was there anything that worked and what really didn't work? And then you can kind of cater it to whatever you need. But I know that there's a chance that people will listen to the words that I say and say, she's right. She's totally right. I'm going to do it like that. And then they do it and it doesn't work for them Mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever. It's so much pressure. And I already have this complex with like wanting to be perfect all the time. Mm -hmm. Because you're a type A person. Oh, for sure. But I mean, it would be good, you know, for anybody that's listening that maybe learn something in a different way that could provide advice to us to email message anything would be great because you know we're still learning and we need people to help us along this journey as well right we're all helping each other yeah and healing is complex and complicated it looks different for everybody and my way may not be the way that you want to do it but then you may say that my way work, works really well for you or Sarah's way is the way that works really well for you because it, it's so funny how we're so different. Now, this was the first thought that I had this morning when I woke up mm. is I, I think it's funny how you and Nick are so like physically driven and that's kind of your way of like overcoming yourself mm-hmm. is through like physical ways where with me, I'm very much emotional and mental. My way of overcoming myself is through my mental patterns, but I'm not like physically in shape. So I probably should focus more on physical. Probably. Well, and I am now (laughs) and I am now because now I'm doing somatic exercises. I'm starting to eat better because I think what's funny is like somebody like Mia, I've always been so in my head. It's Mm -hmm. comfortable for me to be there. I've been very disconnected from my body. So to come back into my body and work out and take care of it is a stretch for me because usually I'm like, okay, body, you're going to get me through and you're going to do this and you're going to do what I say. And body is like, okay. And so far what I've taught it is pure crap. Mm -hmm. So now I'm saying, hi, body. How you doing? I know you're upset. I've made you do a lot of really stupid things in this life. And now I'm going to need you to turn around and start doing these things. And my body's going, nope, nope. I don't trust you anymore. You now have abused me for 35 years. I don't trust you. Mm -hmm. So now I'm in the driver's seat and I'm making the decisions. And that's where I stay in fight or flight all the time. My body does is always in this stress state. And since meditating and doing this work and definitely since doing Dr. Joe's work, I have seen a tremendous difference in my body, but I'm just now getting to the point where I'm starting to feel like moving it a little bit more, but I have seen how much being stuck in my head, even with the spiritual stuff has caused me a lot of stress Mm -hmm. because I've still continued to be disconnected from my body, but I see it in people. And I'm not saying that this is you because you're, different than this but I also see a lot of people who are so stuck in physical 
that mm-hmm. all they do is focus on the physical and they totally neglect their mental and emotional state. So mm-hmm. it can go both ways. I think that that's where that balance and flow is supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. But with being a teacher of all of this, you recognize how much it's kind of like, I was telling Sarah, you start from the beginning. You feel like you're at square one, rock bottom, can't get any worse from here. I'm going to change. And then you start slowly progressing and changing. And by the end of it, you're like, yes, I did it. Swear this is every moon cycle for me. (laughs) But (laughs) I'm like, yes, I overcome myself. I am enlightened. And then the next couple of days comes and you're like falling back. And to me, it feels like the universe blows this really strong gust of wind and I see myself just kind of flipping and flailing through the wind being blown back and then I hit this wall and I'm like, oh, damn, I'm here again. Rock bottom, square one, we're doing it again. And then you go up, I'm enlightened! And then boom, here it comes again. So I just want to make it very clear to everyone, once you're on this journey, it is never ending. There is never going to be a time where you are enlightened. You are, there's never going to be a time when you are healed. It's never going to happen. But what can happen is you can strive to become that version of yourself that you want to be. You can see your unhealthy patterns and you can continue to heal them. And you can shoot for whatever in your mind is healed. But I'm going to tell you, once you get to that person, because you will, when you're on this journey, you'll continue to grow over and over and over again. Once you get to that person, you're going to recognize, wow, this is like the highest I thought that I could get back then. And now I'm recognizing like the future version of myself is now way up here. You'll start to recognize there really is never a top. You always keep going. You always keep growing, even though you feel like you're constantly being blown back and you have to start at square one and you're hitting against this brick wall. You are constantly evolving and growing, but there will never be a time where you say, okay, I'm here. Mm. I'm done. I'm good. Now you can find happiness and wholeness and completeness in all of this. It's not like I'm saying you're always going to be striving to be better or different or change or you're always going to be broken. That's not what I'm saying at all. You can still be happy and whole and perfect how you are while you're in the process of growing. It doesn't have to be a thing where, um, so for me, my biggest thing is sugar. Everybody knows this. So it's getting much better but it's constantly what I hold against myself. And I have this vision in my head that once I stop eating sugar and I'm fasting regularly and I'm eating good healthy foods in between my fasting schedules, because that's what I want, that somehow I'm gonna be complete, that I'm gonna be totally better, my head's gonna be clear, I'm gonna make good decisions, I'm gonna be happy all the time because sugar is not influencing me. But I know that's not the truth. Once I stop eating sugar and I'm eating salads and I'm fasting and doing all the things, I'm not going to want to just sit there and say, yeah, I'm perfect now. There's still going to be shit in my body that I got to get rid of. There's still going to be shit in my mind that I got to get rid of. Like me stopping sugar is not going to make me perfect. Mm -hmm. 
so I think like with us being teachers and going over this, that's something that we have to constantly remind ourselves: We're not going to be perfect. And even though we are teachers, it doesn't mean that we have to be 100% healed and whole and complete. Hmm. It's never going to happen. I mean, even looking at Dr. Joe up there, I mean, he was in uh, Switzerland for his progressive retreat this year. They do like this annual progressive retreat. He had 8,100 people in that room. 8,000 people. 8,000 people. If I were him, when I visualize myself as Dr. Joe in that moment, standing on the stage looking at 8,100 people, I would have a feeling of this is it. I've reached it. I'm done. You know, I'm good. This it, this is what heaven is, you know. But I know when he leaves that stage, he has to go back to real life. He has to go back to Joe Dispenza. He's not Dr. Joe Dispenza, the healer and awesome lifesaver that he is. He's Joe Dispenza, the human being. And he's also Joe Dispenza, the dad and the friend and the family member, the son, whatever. He still has human things that he has to deal with and overcome. He has ego that he has to deal with every single day. And he tells people that. Mm-hmm. And he imagine the amount of ego that he has to deal with on a level that big. I mean, any human being, when you have 8,100 people in front of you screaming your name and chanting and jumping for you, it has to be so difficult to not let that go to your head and be like, yeah, look at me. You know, I mean, just being human, even me, like not being that type of person. How do you not let that go to your head? You have to be special. But I'm sure that there are days that he still deals with it. Mm -hmm. So even he's human. But we've got to remember that, too, about these coaches, because there are times where we put these coaches on pedestals and we do think that they're perfect, too, and they're not. Off the record, there's a weird twitching that's happening. It feels like oh, some sort of energy. As you were talking, I don't know what that was. It was weird. Like a pulling on my arm. That's what I was like. So this is something else weird that happens. Weird body sensations during conversations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, when I get into deep conversations, my body will start shaking sometimes. Like I'm really, really cold and I'm not cold. Or I'll start having twinges or like... Uh, you know, weird twitch things. Yeah. Energy. Mm-hmm. And right now it's weird and strange, but I tell you, as we go into this new world, everybody is going to learn about this. They're going to have to. Mm-hmm. Because as we raise up, all the crap that we have in our body is going to have to come out. Yeah. So that's why we're here. We're here to tell people about what it really looks like. Like meditation, everybody thinks it's just like sitting on your butt in Indian style going, um... And, and then everything not, is yeah. beautiful and light and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Glorious. It is not. Nope. It's not. Meditation is hard. It's so hard. And it is a lot of work. And once you start moving energy, it's not pretty. Mm-hmm. It does not look appealing to your eyes. Once you start having kundalini moving up your spine and you're twitching and convulsing all over the place. But you're healing in those moments. Mm. But anyway, we just want you guys to know... We are here to support you as best we can, and we love and appreciate all of your support. If you have been one of our listeners for a long time, we love you. We are so grateful for you. And we found out one of our most listened to areas is in Brussels. So shout out to Brussels. Hey, Brussels. (laughs) Thank you for supporting us. 
it, it takes a lot to do this, but that's what we're here for. I mean, you know, that's what we came to this planet to do, to teach and to be here and support everybody through this journey. And I think it's funny that like we match each other perfectly because you're like the body and I'm like the mind. But anyway, that's it for today. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Yes. Bye guys. Bye. Thank you for joining us on this journey to self-discovery and healing. We hope the discussions and the practices we've shared have helped you to raise your vibration and find more peace and balance in your life. Don't forget to be kind to yourself, listen to your body, and trust the process. Make sure to visit our website at vibingconsciouslypodcast.com where you'll find links to listen to our newest episodes, subscribe to our newsletter, and find out where you can find us on social media. If you have a topic that you'd like to be featured on Vibing Consciously or you'd like to be featured as a guest, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Keep up the great work. And remember, if you're feeling, you're healing. Until next time, keep shining your light and spreading your love wherever you go. Namaste.